the topic for the under the tree 420 pregame is going to be uh, why I don't drink anymore, apparently. This is news to me, but. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't drink much anymore. I didn't say, I know you drink. Well, yeah, yeah. Give us the question again, just so we get the. Oh, look. We could put her on. Maybe she hung up. She's like, oh, shit, he's probably recording. Um, okay, hang, hang on just a second. I'm... Do you need um? Do you need headphones? I uh, have a headphone. No, I'm good. Turn my headphones up. I'm good. Not for real. I can't hear my headphones. Turn my, turn them shits up. Uh, yeah. So I just asked you why you don't uh, drink so much anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't accuse you of not drinking. Yeah, I'm not a no. But at I'm one point, totaler. At one point in time. Oh, at one point. Well, let's see. Let's talk about points in time. If we're going to delve into it, let's take a look at, at so, I guess, first beer. Um, My first beer was a near beer. Mine was, too. What kind? I don't know. Kingsbury. That sounds, did it look like a Budweiser, kind of? Red, white, and blue can? That's Maybe kinda, gold? Maybe some gold on it? Yeah, it's a shiny motherfucker. Maybe that's what this was. Um, yeah, but it I, looked just like a beer can. <laughs> yeah, I learned about it. Uh, during one summer when I would, was staying with my mom. That's a whole fucking thing. But anyway, I learned about near beer. Tastes like beer, not beer. So, yeah, we yeah if, you re- if you read the fine print, I do believe it says something like point. May may contain like yeah, but a minuscule amount of alcohol, and that's what I was. But in the early to mid-80s, a kid could walk into a store if you couldn't buy it, you could and steal buy, that motherfucker. <laughs> and buy a near beer. So Oh yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. I don't I know why with, you would. I was with my aunt, which is where I was staying at the time, full time, and we were at a store. Did you like it? And I picked up well, I'd never tasted one. I knew they tasted like beer. I knew they weren't beer. And I was kind of curious as to what beer tasted like. And this is pretty safe way to find out. I thought I'm not, so. I'm, I, I don't think so. I'm going to get in trouble for this. So, uh, she, I, I made the selection. I took my selection to the cash register, and it was rang up and paid for. And then, as they were, uh, as we were about to walk out, she said, "Wait, what is this?" And the clerk commenced to tell her that it was near beer. And she said, it's beer. Near beer? No, it's near it's beer. It's like you wasting your money. I would have got you one with alcohol in it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was not her reaction. Her reaction was, no, you can't have this. <coughs> so we got home with it. She probably knew ahead of she whether she said it or not. She knew that it tastes like shit. And it, it doesn't even get you drunk, so it's like. It's so we get we get home. She didn't throw it away. She took it home, and she explained to my uncle what happened. And he said, "Sit down here." Yeah. So uncle cracked it open. Uncle Dallas would step in, set it right in front of me. Try it. I want to see what you think about it. Tell me what you think. Get your big old get your big old wolf out of it now. I sniffed it, drank it, set it down. It wasn't good. 
He said, do you want another drink? I said, no, not really. Not unless. Uh, he said, well, that's what beer tastes like, except worse. <laughs> I said, okay. So that was my indoctrination to near beer. Uh, first actual beer was probably 12, 13. I'm thinking like sixth, seventh grade. I think I was eighth grade. I think me and a buddy were in sixth grade. Uh, here's here's fucking redneck for you. Living in a trailer park. Living in a trailer park. And um, I th- I'm pretty sure we had five beers split between us. Like his old man had bought a case. And he felt like five was about the max he could get out the door with. And we drank two apiece. And then that motherfucker was cool as hell, man. He took that last beer and took my empty and poured about half of it in there. So what was we, it? Coors Light. Budweiser. Budweiser. So. Dude, I was lucky. When the, I, I mean, and I was sloshed. Yeah. Two and a half beers. Fuck. Yeah. I remember, right. I remember sit, sitting on the couch, just sunk into the couch watching fucking horror movies because it was raining outside. I see motherfuckers will... Well, you know, get that people that don't drink all the time, mm-hmm. like the people that get like loud and you know obnoxious or get in trouble and getting fucking auto accidents, right? Um, because they get that good feeling. Mm-hmm. Two beers in, and it's like instead of yeah. you know riding it out for a while, it's like we smoke two joints, dude. The last thing I want to do is smoke a third one. Yeah, so it was a pretty. <laughs> slippery and steep downward slope from there because uh started drinking harder alcohol and beer shit whenever i could and usually 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 let me say this usually we didn't have enough alcohol to get too drunk especially when it was just beer but on the on the occasions that we were to stumble across a Opportunity. <laughs> well, sure. I was going to say a pint, a half pint, uh, a fifth of alcohol. I, and I love it, man. I love like it. actual alcohol. I love it that it's like you're just uh, naming off the different sizes of bottles. It don't matter what the fuck it was. No, it did it's not. Like, it's like just whatever we could happen or happen upon. It's like we got liquor. Oh, for real? Yeah. How, is it? Is it a pint? Well, there's is it a fifth. There's there's a couple of guys that we could talk into getting us beer usually, but we usually had to buy them beer too. Like you know. Eh. Buy a six pack to get a twelve pack, you know. They, my boy, uh, up in Lexington, the guy that um, that traced thumbs up gave us that wonderful review on Apple Podcast. Much appreciated. He, um, you know, we had one of his dear friends and you know, a friend of ours um, recently kicked the bucket, bought the farm, whatever. Um, rest in peace, Luke. Uh, anyway. Like, I remember on uh, prom night, I went and partied with um, all his buddies from um, from Greenwood. And uh, he took a picture of me and my buddy. I mean, because we were, you know, 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And I had a buddy who was uh, of age. And he took a picture of us walking into the liquor store together. He's like, you remember when Zach bought us all that beer? And it shows us that there's, like, obvious motion pictures of us inside the car. I'm in the passenger seat. He's in the driver's seat. Miller Highlight. <laughs> the champagne of beers. 
Like when you're just so fucking. But it's like, yeah, you like when I first started drinking beer, besides the Kingsbury, which I did not like, which I did pour out and I did pretend like I drank it. And I did pretend like, oh, yeah, I feel a little something. Probably 10 years old, if that, if that. And, um, and then Boone's Farm. Um, they were out of Strawberry Hill. The quarterback of my fucking high school football team would bootleg it out back of his car. He'd take orders. And I don't know if he had a fake ID or someone would buy it. He'd show up at the party and pop the trunk, baby. $5 a bottle. He probably made a killing. Mm-hmm. And killing. Anyway, so I, I drank a bottle of that. Introduced myself to cigarettes around the same time. Mm-hmm. It was a great combination of buzzes. Um, of course, there's probably weed, too. I did, smoked weed before I did any of the other shit. Um, but Boone's Farm. And then, it's like I would get lucky. And, you know, of course, I drank Miller High Life, Miller Low Life, uh, Champagne of Beers. But I got introduced to, uh, like, uh, Negro Modelo which is a little bit higher alcohol content. And me and my buddy, who was like, you know, if I was 15, that means he was 13. You know, we split, you know, two beers apiece. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Negro Modelo? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. But right. It's like, if you're at a party or something, it's like, oh, wow, I feel good off these two beers. Mm-hmm. So f- next thing you're going to do. Oh, Another beer. I'm out of beers. Mm-hmm. Sure was tasting awful good. When did beers start tasting good to you? Um, I, about the third one in. Each time you get Each the first, time. Oh, get the so first two down, man. Yeah, it sounds like the first. It, well, it's it's not it's that like they tasted any better. You're just you getting just, them. You just you got on a roll. Yeah, it's <laughs> like putting them behind you. Yeah, you know. And that was, I mean, a lot of my freshman year. I mean. How old, how old were you, or not how old were you when you got your license? Hopefully you were 16. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Do you remember what grade you were in? Junior. Yeah. I was one of the others. My birthday was late, so I was a sophomore that had driver's license. <coughs> Mine's over the summer. I turned. Mine's over the summer. 16 going into my junior year. 17 going into senior year. Like, man, it seems like a, a thousand lifetimes ago impacted. Yeah. Yeah. It almost is. But early 20s, much more the same, just a lot of drinking, a lot of drinking. Yeah, it's like a, I think that you probably have more experience drinking than I do. Even though I probably, I mean, I probably, there's probably more evidence of me being a drinker just because I got pinched. After Texas, man, it's like, I'm just, just like, everybody's not drinking and driving? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. Most people no, are so fucked up on pills, they can't drink because they'll pass yeah. right the fuck out. Whatever, you know. Whatever you tell yourself, it's a numbers game. And then there was, there was a point where um, I would drink a pint on the way home, no matter what. Just to deal with with the company you're gonna have to put up with, yeah, perhaps. Pretty much. 
See, you know, I know people that do that, man. It's like it's obvious that that, yeah. <laughs> that is like, you know, maybe they're both great people on their own, but just like mm. together, oh, it's like they both medicate to the point where it's like. But um, the, I don't know. Uh, I didn't smoke as much weed then. You just, like you were getting, you were going to go get that fucking half pint regardless yeah and it's like and if uh you run into somebody hook it with a joint you'll have that too yeah yeah and uh then uh met sam she likes to drink beer we i drank a few times i've gotten pretty shit-faced a few times with her yeah she had but, i could vouch for uh, that um but man, I guess over the last three or four years, it's just tapering off. I've I've re embraced, you know, through work and both recreationally. Cir- <laughs> circumstances, yeah. the tables have turned, darkness. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I thought I knew quite a bit about cannabis, but I mean, my eyes have been opened a hundred times over. Just and then some. Yeah. Of co- uh, all, all, re- all the research that all the politicians say we need to do has been done. They yeah. have to go. We've been go, talking about it. Go look at it yeah. and come to the logical conclusion that prohibition was uh, an abject failure. Bro, the logical conclusion is I don't care what faith you are, what drugs you like to do or uh, like to abstain from, um, like to, you know, Say it's evil or have your own preconceived ideas about it. If you believe, but, but if you believe, you can tell another adult what he you, can or be, cannot do. I'll break it down even simpler than that. If you believe a person has a right to smoke, purchase and smoke cigarettes, purchase and smoke alcohol. And <laughs> if you're much, smoking alcohol, man, and pretty you much, have been smoking some weed, and pretty much purchase any medication that will help with an ailment well, as long as it comes from a doctor no no i'm saying what i'm saying is if you have no problem with any of that but you have a problem with someone smoking an herb that is known to have less severe side effects than any of those yeah that, that were just mentioned and and uh, like tens of thousands of years of known use mm-hmm. yeah documented. all across the world documented use not one single uh, overdose it was in the pharmacopoeia up until like uh, 1880, 1900. I don't know. Hey, so that's something else that um, that I kind of want to uh, talk about besides like drinking and not drinking. Yeah. But breaking it, yeah, just to finish that up real quick. So it seemed like whenever I would drink, it got to the point where if I got drunk, I was no good for like two days. Yeah. It was just horrible. And, and then the it got to the hurt more and then it got to the point where even when i didn't drink as much still was just pretty much fucking useless the next day bro hit me hard so i found that if i you know because I, I i felt that mm-hmm. i went through that but it's like you can't drink that rock gut shit man oh i wasn't i mean beer and, and whiskey same well, same vices i've always had if i drink beer and whiskey I don't know if it's like the wheat germ or or what it is, but um, I'm going to like take it easy if I'm drinking those things because I know one, they'll get you slick the fuck. Oh yeah. Fuck the yeah. up. And I don't, I don't drink to get hammered anymore, but 
if I drink a couple of drinks and get me a nice little buzz going, I stop. Exactly. And I'll smoke a joint. <laughs> I still don't feel good the next day, but I feel better than I did if I had another couple of drinks. Right. Well, that I noticed, and I, I tried all the tricks, man. Uh, drinking water in between, um, you know, trying to trying to keep it down to like a drink an hour or some shit. See, I think it I tried all those little tricks, and it didn't matter if I if I hit a certain limit. It was just I was done. The only thing that ever made a difference on uh, whether or not you know I had a hangover or didn't. I mean, volume definitely uh, would would play some sort of role there. Uh, but, and it's like, like you said, it's not necessarily quality, but it's just finding out what is quality for you. Yeah. It's like, and you know, we, nobody like, teaches us shit about our diet. It's like, I, I, even in college, I took personal health 101. It was taught by a fucking professional dietitian. She was bigger than you and me in this fucking table. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to take uh, and learn anything yeah. about, you know, Having a, a decent, nutritious diet, yeah, from someone who obviously doesn't know. Well, I mean, I was taught the. Uh, this is going back to grade school, but I was taught the food pyramid. You know, yeah, the food pyramid: bread and grains, and meat and fruits and veggies and dairy. None of that shit's right. No, it's and actually it's like hom- almost like inverted than the what they taught us. So. Well, it's like now if you could get those uh, ingredients, like organic, mm-hmm. uh, fresh, or um, you know, like uh, locally grown and not full of chemicals and additives and preservatives, like you know that the food pyramid may work. Yeah, and that's like, True and, and that's almost like what I'm talking about with um, alcohol. Even mm-hmm. it's like you you can eat that shit, dude, and you can feel like shit. It's like a lot of people do it every day. A lot of people drink shitty alcohol and feel like shit every day, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, it's not because the alcohol is shitty. It's just part of it. But it, it's like, no, man, I've never, and thank you, Tito Beverage, for that sixth time of filtering it. Yeah, it's corn. It's it's distilled from corn Tito's vodka, which is odd. It's like I always know there's like ten different kinds of grains and wheats that they use. Potatoes. Potatoes, yes. Gypsy tears, perhaps. I do not know. I do not know the ways. But yet a Mexican man named Tito fucking beverage. His last name's Beverage. <laughs> but they were fucking with me when they said that. What else was he gonna do? I mean, he could have made soda, but it's like everybody drinks those uh, Gerotos or whatever it is. Gerotos. 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 Yeah. The, Gerotos. It's like pouring liquid fucking sugar or whatever. Yeah. It's like one of these colors. It's like it's like the syrup they put in the Coke machines to make like orange soda. Yeah. Except it's, it's like 50-50. <laughs> they need to run it through the soda stream one more time. Yeah, just straight sugar. I mean, what the fuck is he going to do, man? Come up with a new way to do a small batch copper pot still. And it's like and everybody's out there trying to knock it off. Like they right next to uh, Tito's on the shelf in the liquor barn is like a, somebody just like 
wearing the same fucking yeah. shirt, but they got theirs at Walmart. Oh, but it's somebody's going to be already be a little tipsy and just grab the wrong bottle. No, they're hoping that that fucking two or three dollars or whatever the price gap is, and it's not much. But it's like their their price point's going to be a lot better than Tito's because they only distill like five times. It's called Hammer Mill. It's copper pot still. The top is copper, like yeah. Tito's, not as copper. And the label looks like it's printed on, you know, recycled uh, parchment paper. They say imitation is the uh, sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. Actually, I think in this case it would probably be the sincerest form of trying to get some dollars out of Tito's pocket. <laughs> yeah, or as uh as the as early ninety gangster rappers might say, jocking me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, rubbing rubbing your shit on me. Or rubbing on my shit. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Uh smacking the bitches, jocking the hoes. I think that was it. Yeah. Fuck with me, man. I'll pull your car. Jocking the bitches. Slapping a hose, something like that. Okay. Anyway, man, six of one, half a half dozen. A dozen. <laughs> yeah, it is. Bitch, a, it's almost and as, hose. It's probably as wide <laughs> as it is long. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 flattery based on imitation. Yeah, it's like I think they're just trying to get them dollars. Oh sure. But it's like there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that will say. Yeah, well, I mean, there's knockoff all kinds of shit. Knock off everything. Yeah. Everything. Purses and Watches shirts. and yeah. shirts and whatever. Yeah. Everything. And it's not about flattery. It's about. Dollars. Yeah, it's about dollars. <laughs> so a way larger profit margin because some little kid over in a sweatshop sold this soccer ball. Right. And not his mom working in a legit soccer. Put a swoosh on it so they could sell, sell it for seventy five dollars. Yeah, but uh, but that always kills me, man. Especially people who have, who present themselves as like well to do and toity toity type people. Not 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 fully snooty, just like yeah, kind of condescending almost always. These these types of people, and. Um, you know, kind of kick dogs when no one's looking and mean to old ladies or whatever. But, you know, we'll smile in your face. Nope, yeah. It's like I see a motherfucker, like, want to save seven fucking dollars on a half gallon. It's like a half gallon. You know how many, like, like if you go to the bar and order, okay, I want a, uh, whatever liquor and whatever. You order cocktails or you order just shots and shot glasses. You know how many trips to the bar you're going to have to go? I mean, to, to I mean, even put a dent in a half gallon, much less drink it. Right. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> you're probably getting charged somewhere around. 50, 60. <laughs> $7 a shot, I would imagine. Right. You know, it's like, and that's the disparity between, that's, I, I don't look at it as saving money. I look at it as wasting the uh, the total. Yeah. When you could have just like squeezed together a couple more dollars and had something that is not going to make you feel like shit. Right. It's like, dude, I've got all kinds of like liquor. And that's how I know I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not worried about it. I don't even think about it because it's like, I've got all kinds of alcohol, but I drink Tito's. I mean, I drink other stuff too, but. Right. I don't. What you go to? Yeah. Just because I know that. You got a. Uh, 
Got a nice <coughs> bottle of Woodford Reserve gifted to me. I did too, man. Uh, over the weekend. For my birthday. Uh, this is, I suppose, a Thanksgiving holiday mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. Yeah. Me so. too. Somebody bought it in Lexington. Yeah. Or maybe it was Louisville. Either way. I cracked that open. How how fucking <laughs> weird is that? We both get gifted. A, yep. How big is your bottle? Fifth. Me too. I told uh, I told Sam's mom uh, she'd have to come up on New Year's and we'll get snookered. <laughs> so, you know, she said, okay. She What she drink? She took a sip of Fireball. She didn't care much for it. Uh, she drank two beers while I was sitting there cooking cooking food. Beers are good, man. If it hadn't been for beers, um, you know, apparently, yeah, your headphones, bro. What's he eating? I don't know. There's a trash can just sitting on the desk, ashtray, whatever. I was wondering where that made it off to. I don't know what it went to because I've I found another cap for my lens. Pre-game? Pre-game. I was gonna say something. I guess I'm gonna have to roll another joint. Woo! We're gonna pre-game the post-game. We're gonna post-game the pre-game. We're gonna cap this, and we're gonna fire it up on the other side. Hell yeah! Sounds like a plan. It is a plan. It's under the tree. This is pre-game. You motherfuckers better get on board because the weed train is coming. Hell yeah! Get at us uh, on Twitter at under the tree four twenty. I'm for real this time. I'm going to start doing better and be more active. I've just been so fucking busy working and trying to stay alive. Um, it's easy to get caught up sometimes, especially when, you know, the more you work, the uh, more you can afford the big old bottle. Right. <laughs> get the big bottle. Why don't you get the big bottle this time? So, uh I don't know what we can talk about. We can talk about the demise of the NFL. I just got an alert for Monday Night Football. I rarely remember giving a fuck. Do you? Somebody out there? Sounds like they're rocking out. Last time somebody did that, and that was uh, that day, Brandon. In 1964. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it's like I walked out there, I'm like, who the fuck is this thing? Somebody's just like out here, and I saw them like it looked like they were banging their head, but then I could hear whoever it was talking. And I'm like, is this dude on the phone? I'm like, no. Motherfucker ain't on the phone. Then it's like weird. That's who it is. I don't know. Is he a stockier fella? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe we can bring him out on and break it down. Hmm. Hey, special unannounced guest coming up on Under the Tree. You have to stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for checking out the pregame. We're going to try to get this motherfucker super tight. 
like Rick James's jumpsuit, baby. Woo! All right, we'll be right back. 